Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at Straight Out the Den. I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out the Den podcast. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander, uh, based in Montreal, Canada. Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service uh, by Mixed Genius. Here, here's the thing just for listening to this podcast right now, what we're going to do is give you um, a free trial. So it's very simple. Um, you want to go to lander.com. That's L A N D R dot com slash promo slash s o d d um for straight out the den you go there and, and you're going to get a free trial um just go and sign up it's, it's very simple process and uh you can get uh two uh mp3s um downloaded instantly so uh, it, it's a very simple process i use it myself um i've used it a couple of times today actually um right before doing this podcast uh so you know go and check it out once again it's lander um and you can go to lander.com slash promo slash straight out the den or s-o-d-d uh, very simple go and do that and tell i'll tell you what when you do it let me know on twitter um just at me at straight out the den str the number eight o-u-t-d-a-d-e-n and let me know how it's working out for you i would love to hear from you so uh once again it's lander.com um l-a-n-d-r dot com slash promo slash s-o-d-d Hey, welcome to the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. This is your host, Jay Good. Um, and today we have a, uh, I guess you can say a repeat offender uh, in the building, man. Um, he, he was on the podcast a couple of months ago. Well, actually, was it last month? I think it was uh, last month. Yeah, I think it was about a month and a half, a month and a half ago. Yeah, a month and a half ago. Um, that voice you're hearing is uh, Faz Ronald. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. Just chilling, chilling, cooling. Cooling, man. In Atlanta. Yeah, man. So a good time. That's, you know, I want to start right there, man. Like, what what brought you to the city? Like, what are you working on right now here in Atlanta? Uh, a few different things. Uh, I like recording here, first and foremost. I yeah. just feel comfortable here. I've worked with Burn for a couple of years, so I like recording here. I'm working on a new EP, shooting a video, and just really just working on the EP writing. You know, just try yeah. to... I want to knock it all out at once. I don't have to keep coming back and forth. Got you, got you. Yeah, man. Like you know, I'm seeing the work. Like the last time um, when when we had you on, I know we talked via phone, and um, we were just going over the different things that you were working on. And, and I know you, you specifically told us about this new project that you had in the works uh, with Burn One. It's gonna be an EP, right? You know, yeah, actually, um, the first one I did is called A Little Mishap, and it's Burn One and Sapphire from Houston, mm-hmm. who's out in LA now. And that one's about to drop in about a week or two. And then I'm working on another EP with Burn right now called Hell Behind the Wheel. Okay. I'm probably just going to keep, you know, knocking out three, four song EPs monthly, trying to yeah. really, with a couple of different producers. And just till I build, an, build the, not the confidence, but where I feel I could work on an LP and be comfortable with releasing it. Like, this is the best that I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's, you got to, it takes time to build to that level. So I just want to, you know, still find my sound completely and just work. Yeah, man, you know, what you're saying makes a lot of sense, especially nowadays, man, like with the music, um, everybody's so, I guess, like fast paced, you know what I mean? Everybody yeah. wants like new music now. And, you know, a lot of times, like you said, when that full length EP, I mean, that full length tape, when you drop that, you know, it's like, how do I keep people attention? You yeah. know what I mean? Especially and, uh, if you're a new artist. So. Yeah. And uh, I remember reading a, a Nelly interview a couple years ago when, uh, I don't remember what magazine, maybe Complex or something. I, I don't remember really, but they asked him how come he, he doesn't release music anymore. Um, 
and he said that it's just not the same. You can't. He who, can't. Who was the artist? Uh, Nelly. Nelly. Okay. He said it's just not the same. He can't. You know, not that he can't keep up, but he said when he was an artist, you could write a single for six months. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was good because you could build a fan base. You could tour around a single for almost a, almost a year, really, if you have yeah. a hot song. And he said now you got to release a hot song. You know, every week really to hold people's attention. And it's just, it's true, man. But it's also the way I look at it is the quality of music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not. Quality music's not made that fast, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just man. not. I, I, I agree. I mean, man. except like maybe Tupac. You know what I mean? And like, hey, maybe you know what I mean? There, there, it can be done, but not everyone can do that. You Absolutely. Know what I, mean? I mean, you have some special cases, man. Like, uh, like you said, Gucci don't release like what seemed like twenty projects. In yeah, it's crazy. Like so much music, but yeah, you know, you're right in, in what you're saying, man. It's just like there was a time when you can, you know, you can drop a single push that single for you know three to six months then drop your album yeah and when your album drops you may have another single that you can push from that and you know you have you know artists used to release an album like every two to three years yeah exactly it used to be a they used to be real artists yeah (laughs) it was was, crazy you know you can tour off of those records and and, you know kind of keep keep everything going and now it's just you know, and, and, and you know, when I talk about that stuff, I try not to sound like an old guy. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's just, it is weird that that nowadays, man, you can't really. It's hard to gain fan honest fans because people are only gravitate towards certain records. And it's oh like, yeah, people yeah. don't know what they like until they until they're told what to like. And that's the thing. Like people don't have an opinion anymore. But I, I honestly feel like like that is is dying down a little bit and because there are so many different kinds of artists emerging right mm-hmm. now i haven't and i haven't seen that in a long time i mean there's still a lot of you know people just copying people and same songs sound the same but i feel like that it's definitely growing to the point where people are becoming more individuals instead of just trying to to fit an image of what a rapper is or mm-hmm. what a, a entertainer is i feel like people are actually just being themselves fine or starting to be themselves more what what do you think um is the cause of that like why is that starting to happen that shift I honestly feel that it's just the advancement of technology and people being able because it, if you sign to a label, you know the label's gonna mold your image. You're gonna have mm-hmm. your own image somewhat, but the label's gonna polish that to whatever they want or whatever they feel is gonna sell. And so I think now with the with technology, I mean you you can get a phone, an iPhone, and record videos. And I think with that, people don't have to they can be themselves more. Versus having to to be what they're told to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true, man. It's funny you said I was talking with somebody a couple of days ago, man, about just you know with a if you have an iPhone or iPad or any you know any high technology device, mobile device, you can pretty much do a whole project start to finish. You can record on, you can make a beat on that thing, you can record on it, you can make a video, you can do everything, edit and all of that just from a mobile device. And it's like the advancement of technology is so crazy. Too. It's like I mean you're almost now at the point where you don't have to depend on anybody else. Yeah, you know, and, and I guess I struggle with is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, you know? I, I see it as a double-edged sword, man. Because I see on one end you have people that have opportunity to be more creative than they ever had before. Mm-hmm. You and you can see the world be creative. The world is amazing, bro. You see people from around the world be funny, just do incredible things, and that's never, you never really had a chance to see it instantly like that yeah, or that's true. live like that. And so that's that's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it creates a complex with people because things are so quick that they want instant gratification. Mm. So people don't want to put in the work because they see, you know, things happen so fast, and that just builds in their head that oh, if I put out this one song, then I'm gonna be a millionaire tomorrow, and then you know what I mean. And it's just that's why you're just so much. So it's good because you have, if you have someone that's a true like 
inspired artist to do any form, mm-hmm. then it's a beautiful thing. But you also have a lot of people that just do it because they don't know what else to do. And that's where it becomes like a double-edged sword because it just becomes like so much clutter of, of people yeah. who don't really know what they want. And they're going to quit really quick because it's not going to go their way instantly. That's, that's true, man. You know, um, our last conversation, man, we, we touched on a couple of things. Like, number one, you being from uh, San Antonio and and um, the scene, the music scene wasn't as, you know, prominent like it is here in Atlanta, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, you know, and, and you told us about the, the, the challenges that you were faced in. And I think we also talked about, like, just the importance of merch and you oh, know, yeah, the shows yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, just kind of double doubling back on that conversation, man. Um have you seen any improvements just in the past month and a half just in yourself as an artist and, and those two things specifically like you know oh man bro i uh i linked up with uh this artist uh, and it's crazy man like it's the art is, is exactly what i want you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's one of those things it's like uh, sometimes i don't know what i want but i know if i see it i know that that's what i want you gotcha. know does that make sense yeah and so when i started getting and you know i just dabble with I think a lot of people don't don't have the patience to shop around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I shopped around and just found someone that I, I could work with. Now I get quick return. It's reasonably priced. So the merchant right now is crazy. I got some sh- some sh- uh, shirts coming up in the summer that are just wild, like eight color shirts that are gonna be oh, man. like just crazy, bro. I'll show you right now. I got one. I got one that's me surfing an ocean of codeine on a surfboard. <laughs> that's crazy. And let me. Sh- and so these are going to be available, you're saying, for the summer? Yeah, these are going to be available in the summer. Look, look, right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw that. You put yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And then I got the other one that's um, like bongs with arms playing volleyball with a nug. And it says summer fun, like that one right there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy, man. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, what, what the one thing that I'm learning about merch, too, is just like, you know, number one, of course, is it's a way for your fan base to, to connect with you, but it has to be something that they genuinely like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't just do shirts with a name on it. Anymore, nah, you, you can't, know? man. That thing is, I mean, no offense to any artist that do that. It's just lame, man. That's yeah. like, there's no creativity there at all. And you know what I mean? And that's like, and this is where I'm saying, like, the double-edged sword, because if you don't believe in yourself enough to spend money, then why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not going to spend money and, and invest in yourself, like, your yourself should be your number one investment. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're an entertainer or artist or whatever you're trying to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I, a lot of people, I don't, I don't feel, have the confidence to do that because it's not... It's not a matter of not having money because if you want something, you're going to make it happen. You yeah, know what I mean? But a lot true. of people don't really want it. They just fill in time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fill in time. Man, I, I love what you just said, like filling time, man, because, you know, I, I come across many artists, man. I have conversations with a lot of artists and, and the one common denominator is like the majority of the people that I talk with, they get that. They understand that like, OK, I got to spend money. You know, and I got to put money in my craft and what I want to do. On the other hand, there are, you know, that small percentage of people that feel like they can get everything for free. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm a big fan of sometimes you don't have to spend a dollar, but you you, got to know how to have relationships and barter. You know, oh man, yeah, barter system, barter system and money. I mean, Quit pro quo is a real thing in yeah, the real world. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And a lot of people don't even know, understand what that means. If you don't know what that means, it means one hand washes the other. You do me a favor, I do you a favor. Mm-hmm. And that is a that is, that is one of the oldest forms of currency. You know what I mean? Um, and so 
but uh, but also man i feel like a lot of people don't even have the social skills to be able to negotiate stuff like that oh, man. Yeah. and i'm not even like like i said it's no disrespect to anyone and i'm not talking about anyone specifically yeah, yeah. it's like about society in general like people just don't know how to talk anymore yeah. or communicate properly and so it's just hard and i think that people get frustrated really easy because they want and expect things to be handed to them like it's exactly how you said you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah no man social skills man like that's that's one of those things where you know you I guess you, you can teach it, but for the most part, that's something you just got to get out there and do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had a colleague of mine, man, was just like, you know, he, he, he went to grad school. Um, and, you know, it was like his main main thing for going to grad school because he want to know how to, you know, interact with people better. And, and you know, and, and, and my thing to him was like, yeah, you can definitely learn those stuff in grad school. But honestly, man, you just got to get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not engaging with people and, and just talking like you can't teach emotion and you can't yeah. teach reaction you, <laughs> you can't know? you can't teach like you can't teach that stuff. you bro. can't you really got to get out in front of people and just like you know what you, you know i think and it may have something to do with like this whole social media age i'm sure it has more more to do with it than that than we can think man but it's just like nowadays we're so in in engulfed in like um you know, Twitter and Instagram and, and posting pictures and stuff like that, that we don't know how to carry a conversation. Yeah. Like people become socially awkward in front of people. Like yeah. you could talk to somebody for for months, like via Instagram or Twitter and meet yeah. them in person. And you're kind of like, uh, I don't know what to say. And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. how is that? They're you know not even I mean? a real person. Yeah. It, it, it's just weird, man. That's the only thing about it. it I, I, I don't understand that. It's just like, just put the phones down for a second and talk. Yeah, <laughs> you know and I mean? that's my thing, man. Is like people that know me know that my, and my Twitter is wild, man. But I'm that's exactly how I am in person. Like yeah. I'm just a, a I'm a wild dude. I say crazy shit because it's funny to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's like the thing is like when you meet me in person, I'm gonna be the exact same way as I am on the internet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm just outspoken and I say whatever I want because I I can't. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? mean. <laughs> and it's just like a lot of people just don't. I don't know, man. They just don't. They're afraid to be themselves. I think. Yeah, I I think it has a lot to do, and, and I think it's that that um, people are afraid to to be embarrassed or something. Oh yeah, know, yeah, you know? yeah. It's just like everybody uh, man, nobody uh, <laughs> nobody realizes that no one's opinion matters. You know what I mean? Everyone <laughs> thinks that like the person they see on the street that have no idea who they are, opinion matters to them for some reason. It could affect their entire day. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's just funny, man. Like I try to tell people like. Like if someone has time to judge you, then they don't. Then they don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, why would you care what that person's opinion is? It, it's weird, man. It, yeah. It's almost like that thing where I. And and I think at our at our age group, we don't have to worry about it. But like, this is thing that it was going around like for a couple of months, um, uh, bullying online or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And I I guess it was hard for me to connect because in my eyes, I'm looking like man, just disconnect your account like yeah, you know yeah. get off of twitter get off of facebook yeah. and you know cyberbullying is what, what it's called and i was just like man like is it really that serious like these kids are looking at this like this is their life and it's like yeah. man just like close your account bro like it yeah but but like uh, i think it's like what you said man it's the age group like that's yeah. what they know like yeah, they don't you're know right. you're right they, they don't know normal engagement they know the internet that's all they've known like yeah. they, they've been having internet with them since they were 
born. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's true. I remember having to go to, and like I said last thing, I had to go to classes to learn how to use the internet. Yeah. These kids like were born with born phones, with phones in the womb. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, they're like one, like knowing how to use the, uh, an iPad. That's yeah. crazy. Thing. I mean, I, I know for a fact there's kids that are probably ten years old that know how to work this phone better than me. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's a fact. I'm not even afraid to admit that. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy, man. Little kids are smart, man. And the world is, it's, it's. It's a good thing, but it just sometimes it feels like it's happening too fast for mm-hmm. humans to be able to adapt to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's be- let's go there with what you're saying that, man. And, and I want to definitely tie this in with the music, like with, with the technology moving so fast. And like, are, are people able to catch up with, with the, the new technology? Like um, the newest thing that I'm saying right now is, of course, everybody's been talking about it. But the whole title thing with Jay-Z and how they... Um, created a new stream well not created a new but started this new streaming service to where it's you know it's more beneficial for the artists like yeah. the artists are getting paid higher royalty rates and they're part owners of it and you know I, I've had this conversation with different people and, and the thing is it's like how do you get the consumer to switch from Spotify yeah you know like how, how do you do that yeah man um <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> and it's like they're about to start charging for YouTube too to make really? YouTube uh, like um, they'll put more ads in regular videos, or you could pay eight dollars to have no ads. Oh, so I mean the game's changing, man. Like uh, it's yeah. ever, it's ever changing. You know what I mean? But how to get? I guess if I if I could say anything, I would imagine that he would just use his pool as an artist to try to get people. To, to go and then eventually more people will go but nowadays there's so many companies competing that are all the same yeah you know what I mean like ev- everything in, in all categories like Uber and Sidecar and Lyft and yeah like you know what I mean every streaming system that, that you can stream music from they're all basically the same you know yeah, what I mean and, and, and it really goes to show that there's room in the marketplace for everybody yeah definitely you know, if you can really. do quality stuff there's I mean you can make it this is yeah this is still america kind of <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely man so you know with the music and everything your story man what's going on with you you, you say you have this new ep um coming and, and the plan is to to drop an ep what every month or every- yeah every month maybe every bi-monthly but right now i got um i'll drop this one in in uh april for sure mm-hmm. and then the next one will be ready in the next in a week or two, so I'll probably drop that one in May, and then I'm already I already have the beats for the next two, so I'm just gonna keep writing. But I'm only doing three or four songs, man. So it's not yeah. like I'm not doing huge projects. But my vision is that's what's gonna keep and grab people's attention is that each project has its own art, each project has its own feel, and it's quality music versus like you're skipping half the songs. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I saw something. This was a while back uh, when Two Chains put out the Free Base EP. Yeah. And he, he was, you know, a lot of people asked him, like, you as a major artist, like, where you're at now in your career, why drop an EP? And he said, man, I know above everything I'm a touring artist. So my thing is, each project that I drop, I want to make sure I have two to three songs that people connect with so I can yeah. take those on the road and yeah, be able yeah. to perform them. And I know you, you, you like to perform as well. And, yeah. and, you know, I saw your show and your show stood out, you know, on a tour. It's like you had to, you were back by the live band and, and, you know, you just really putting on a full show. Um is that the same type of concept that you're taking with these EPs, dropping one every month to make sure you have material yeah. to go on the road? Yeah, exactly, man. Because my thing is like, um, and, and this is a part of what I was saying, like people that sign to majors or people that get into deals is that you could only be that person. You mm-hmm. can't be anyone else. Yeah. And so, I mean, people aren't, man, people are, are different people every day, man. Like you have, people have different aspects of their personalities. And so I feel like, 
if I release different EPs, then like each one is like a different aspect of my personality versus mm. trying to throw it all in one project or you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. but that's the way I think of it. You know what I mean? I don't think like other people do, but that's just me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's the way I feel. Like, if you hear each EP, it's probably going to sound different. But I'm not trying to be defined by one sound. You know what I mean? I'm trying to find, I'm trying to make my own sound. And I'll know when I have it. And that's, when I have it is when I'll do my LP. Yeah, I, I'm I in, gotcha. I, I'm probably gotcha. imagining, like, within a year. You know what I mean? And, and you know something, hearing you say that, man, that makes a lot of sense. As opposed to being the artist that, I mean, for one, nowadays there are no rules. Like, you can yeah. really do whatever you want to do. It's always been like that. Yeah. But people just been afraid to do it. That's true. That's true. And it's like now, especially when you're in a situation where you're not signed to a major and nobody's telling you what to do. Yeah. Do what you want to do and whatever sticks sticks because at the end of the day in all honesty when it comes to like creating a and we'll just say on terms of of, of a major le- level um having a a hit record right yeah most hit records don't become hit records until a machine is put behind them and they're able to pump that music in yeah, everywhere yeah. like you have a record that grassroots people connect with and, and you know people are calling and requesting and a lot of people like it but it doesn't become that top billboard record until the machine gets yeah. behind it and you know can service it to radio and all of that so with that being said it's kind of like man you gotta just go out there and just create yeah and, and not worry about you know what i'm saying yeah man you, you gotta build an organic fan base yeah, and that's absolutely. the thing it's like there's a there's so many people that want to be fans and want yeah. to listen to music because they love music and they want to be entertained. People just want to be entertained all day, especially mm-hmm. modern people. So as a being an entertainer, that's your job, man, is to keep people entertained because as much as people can say, well, I make music for myself and blah, blah, man, like a part of it, you do it to like, I know part of me, like the reason why I rap is because I remember being a kid and listening to music and relating to it and be like, wow, like. I want to be able to do that for someone else. Hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's my job as an artist is to give back because that's what music gave to me. But I don't think a lot of people think of it like that because I don't, I don't yeah. even know if people have had that experience. But I think that's the difference between someone that's trying to be an artist and someone's trying to be a rapper. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because rather, if my stuff hits or not, I'm still going to make music because I do have people that listen to it and that's enough for me. It don't have to be a mass amount of people. You know what I mean? Like if I could affect one person, then that's a success to me. And, and that's all that matters. I'm not trying to impress anyone else but myself. You know, that leads me to my next question, man. Um, like, being an independent artist and knowing that your fan base is everything to you, like, how do you get fans? I know that sounds kind of vague, but you know what I mean? Um, like, what's I mean, your, honestly, your man, a lot of it started just because I, I naturally know a lot of people. I just okay. know people everywhere, man. And so a lot of my fans started off as just my friends you know what i mean okay. and then they were like yo i'm gonna show this to someone else and then it started from there and then i guess man honestly like people fuck with my twitter because they think it's funny but mm-hmm. and so that like a lot of people go to that for for that and then find out that i do music gotcha. and so that's you know that's cool whatever like I, I don't think i asked you this last time man like where did the name come from Fast Ronald? Yeah. Oh, man. Shooting dice when I was a kid, man. <laughs> like, you, yeah. I, I, I love gambling, man. I'm not going to lie. I've been gambling my whole life. <laughs> yeah. But I'm good at it. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, there's a difference between being addicted to gambling and then being, a, like, a, a gambler. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, man. Like, I, I can go months without gambling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when I when I make a bet or I, or I play poker or I play something, like, it's going to be because I know I'm going to win. You know what I mean? And I lose from time to time, but overall in life I'm up big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love I love 
gamble. I love poker, man. I love the game of poker. Po- yeah, man. I'm, I'm I'm okay at poker. Yeah, man. I love yeah. it, man. It, it it uh it helps you grow as a person. I really feel like because it puts you in situations where you have to swallow your pride and you have mm-hmm. to admit defeat to be able to keep going. And I think like. For me personally, like being able, it just helps me grow as a person. Like it really does. Like it helps me re, like be humble and stay humble. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's almost like at the game, like if you fail in poker, like you're losing all your money, you're gone. And it's the same thing in life. Like you just yeah. got to be patient sometimes and just swallow your pride and, and be wrong sometimes. You know what I mean? I never heard, I never heard gambling talk like that. And, and like even, <laughs> even poker being explained like that, I never heard that. That's, that's pretty neat to go <laughs> It's like I that's I mean you saying that made me think about some things. It's just like wow, like to have that type of perspective. Yeah, uh, it's hard know. to explain to people if they don't play the game, man. Yeah. Like it, it's such a psychological thing, and I play it because it it I play it because it helps me grow. And as much as I, it feeds like the the gambling bug that I have, it it I literally feel sometimes like as stressful as the game can be. That is what helps me relieve stress. Is going and playing and being able to like try to you know, see if I could read people or see how well I know myself or how mm-hmm. well I could, you know what I mean? If, if I, if I have an ego today or if I could keep it under control, you know what I mean? Man, so that's, it, that's it, dope. That's dope. I'm, I'm going to have to, I got, I want to go a little bit deeper on that because like, that's the first time I've heard that, you know what I yeah. mean? And you really kind of like blew my mind when you, really, when you said that. Um, so like, how, how long have you been in like gambling? I guess you could say. Man, since probably like, nine ten years old we're like just seeing like walking to the corner store and seeing dudes shooting dice but yeah. uh we used to have like this little ditch and it was just always empty there's never water and there's people just shooting dice down there and i remember as a little kid just walking by and just being like oh, what is going on you know what i mean just being like interested just because it's something different that i've never yeah. seen and then just like shooting dice really young and then just making money like i've always had i have the most insane luck that you could believe man yeah. anyone who knows me knows that like i always say this thing on my tracks like nine lives nine lives bro because i really have them you know what i mean like yeah. i've been supposed to be gone so many times dude like it's crazy so i just have really good luck man and have a really keen sense of my intuition and uh, i believe in it a lot and so usually when i when i lose is when i doubt myself when mm-hmm. i when i'm in those moments of doubt you know what i mean and so yeah <laughs> I like. Uh, man, I'm you, a big fan of gambling. You you remind me of <laughs> of an uncle of mine, man. Like he's he gambles and he he wins. Yeah, he he's just like one of the luckiest per- people I know, man. It's like he wins, dude. Like he just you know. Yeah. And but people look at like I look at it like this, man. Like people look at it as like, oh, you're gonna lose a bet, but yeah, you like, but did I lose the month or did I lose the year? You know what I mean? So and, you're looking at the big. picture. Yeah, you gotta look at yeah. the big picture, man. Like um. A lot of really like famous gamblers and people that bet big in Vegas always tell you like you can have a losing month, you can have three losing months in a in a row as long as you don't have a losing year. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? And so you just gotta. That's what I'm saying. Like, shit, there have been nights when I've gone home down big. You know what I mean? And then the next week I come and make that back plus some. Like it's just a matter of patience and knowing your game. And like it's like I said, sometimes you just gotta accept defeat, and that's all it is. You know what I mean? And if you can control your emotions, then you just get back to it. You know what I mean? So. I heard you say um, earlier that that gambling it helps with your music. Like, what specifically does it do for you as an artist? You know what I mean. I know you say it kind of humbles you. Yeah, you know? it just it, it really just makes me realize, man. Like, I'm no better than anyone. I'm not anybody, bro. I'm just I have the courage to do what I want to do. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm not. I every I honestly feel that every single person in this planet has a talent, but they don't have the confidence in themselves to find it mm-hmm. because they have doubt constantly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and so like true. it just really helps me like 
because every person also has an ego and I'm no different than that either. And sometimes I've, I feed into to my own bullshit ego and I, I need to be humbled sometimes. I mean, everybody does, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm uh, blessed enough to be surrounded by people that will humble the fuck out of me anytime yeah. <laughs> that anytime I step out of line. So um, it's it's a good thing, man. Like uh, a lot of people can't handle that kind of shit, but those are the relationships that that mold you as a person. You know what I mean? Like those are real friendships. Yeah, because absolutely. because like people expect like when I feel like people have fallen outs, it's like they expect a person to be perfect because they see themselves as perfect, but mm-hmm. no human is perfect. Like some of my best friends I've had the most insane altercations with, but that's still my homie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you said something too, man, right there was just like, especially being an artist, man, you can't have yes men around you. No, it's just you can't, like, man. It's, it's an impossible then you're not thing. being yourself, bro. You're being whatever those, they, people are telling yeah, you. Yeah, man. Want. And it's like, you know, I, I get it. I understand. Like, you know, I have friends that, I just can't ask them anything about music. You know what I mean? Because they're not even being, they're not even trying to be yes men. It's just that they want to be supportive. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you have to make sure that you can diver- differentiate like, okay, these people are just trying to be supportive. It's not that they're not good friends. It's just yeah, they yeah. want to be supportive. But I need somebody who's just going to tell me straight up and down, like, either this is good, this is great, or this sucks. You know Bro, I, I mean? have homies that, I, I'm like I said, I'm so blessed to have homies that will tell me, yo, this is terrible. Yeah. This beat, this idea is terrible. And I'm like, really? And, like, and there's sometimes, bro, I, I still have songs. I'm like, why did I let that go? Or like, but, yeah. and it's not that I'm like, not trying to be who I want to be, but it's like, there's some people who I genuinely appreciate their opinion. So not that I'm going to let my idea go, but I'm going to rework it to, because I understand they're not saying it's terrible to the point we're not using, but they're saying at that form, at that level, it's not what, what they see my talent at. And I gotcha. respect that. And a lot of people can't see it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one, like shall I give you an example right now? Like I came up with some concept ideas when I got here, shot one to burn, and he just shot it down, and instantly, like, you know, being a person, like you know, you're gonna be like, oh man, but then I understood. He's like, yo, man, that's like, it doesn't make sense. Like it's not a concept. It's just like it's like everything else. It's out, and it's like okay, not like I see like you're challenging me as an artist, and that's what mm-hmm. I appreciate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like you're not gonna let me make a song that's not to the level that I can make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like and I appreciate that. So now you know what I mean? Like and that's what I'm saying. People like that, that's why I come here and record. Because that's a a real producer to me, not someone I'm gonna pay and just record yeah, however I want. Someone's just gonna give you a beat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's a difference, man. It's a huge difference between beat making and production. You yeah. know what I mean? Like beat makers will you know, they can make some beats. You know, they can make some of the best beats, but they're not going to give you that constructive criticism, yeah. like you said, and tell you like, no, that sounds like everything yeah, else. Yeah, because they have on. their own, they have their own vision of what they want it to be too. You know what I mean? And that's Absolutely. where, and that's where, man, it's hard. I think it's just funny because people have such big egos that they can't work around people, and it's like, no, nah, man, like if you're really trying to make it, that's what it takes. Like you have to be flexible. You can't mm-hmm. be so stubborn. You know what I mean? Like, because it. There's a fine line between giving up your your like your vision and just compromise, bro. And like yeah. compromise is not a bad thing. People think that compromise is a bad thing, but that's what I get back to saying you got to swallow your pride sometimes because if someone if someone's fucking with you, then they obviously see something. And if they're successful and had success before, then they obviously know something. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be so stubborn all the time. And I'm talking about any situation in life, you know what I mean? Yeah, so many yeah, people are true. just so stubborn. Yeah, stubborn man, stubborn people often lead to like um just being stuck complacency man it's yeah. just because if you don't want to hear somebody else's opinion and and the thing is about listening to someone's opinion it's not like you have to 
you know, go with what they're saying, but you have to be open to at least listen. You know what yeah. I mean? And if if you're open to listen, then you can ultimately be the judge of what you want to do. Like either I'm gonna go with this suggestion or I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. But you know, you got to be able to listen, and I think that's the key. I think, man, one of the biggest because I'm constantly. Like one of my things I always tell myself and try to remind myself multiple times a day is to never judge but observe. Constantly mm. observe but never judge because I don't have to like I don't know people and I'm never going to judge people because I don't need to and there's no, no I gain nothing from that whatsoever. But I always observe just because humans are interesting to me. And one thing I noticed a lot is that like I said before is that people view themselves as perfect. And so because no one wants to admit that they're not what they see themselves as, whatever picture, whatever mask they have. And so, and it leads to every aspect of life. Like, okay, so you view yourself as perfect. So then you go look for a relationship that's perfect that you're never going to find because no person on this planet is perfect. perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And so that just leads to more pain because it's never like, oh, uh, I fucked up or we fucked up together. It's like you, 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 you did me wrong because I'm perfect and no one should ever do me wrong. And mm-hmm. people, and that just develops these most insane complexes in people because they just can't look in the mirror and say yo i'm not perfect like i fucked up or i've made mistakes or i've done something wrong you know what i mean and those like i I say too like there's a difference between coping and understanding when you cope with something it's just you're just basically saying like you're never dealing with it you're just saying okay this happened that's it but when you understand (laughs) something from a uh the whole perspective from you another person and then the third party that's the whole picture then that's understanding and you can move on and grow as a person but nobody does that nobody has the patience and nobody <laughs> just nobody does that shit no more yeah, bro man. and it's crazy to me because i sometimes like i really just like i said i never judge but i'm just like i just observe how so many people they create their own pain mm-hmm. without even just really looking in, at themselves and saying wow i'm the one that's causing all this shit but I want to blame anybody but me because I'm perfect. Yeah, you, know I mean? you dropping gems, man. It's <laughs> for real, man. It's like it's a lot yeah, of stuff. I'm gonna man. write a book, man. Hey, man. That's the thing. I'm all about like you know, for one, if you have a platform, do you know maximize that platform as much as possible. Yeah. Like, you know, you're an artist. Like writing a book. That I mean, you the stuff that you're talking about right now would go great in a book. I mean, man, I love the whole idea. I did an interview the other day, man, and um. This dude told me, you know, and like I, I never, I never, like I said, I never view myself as better than anyone, mm-hmm. man. Like I'm inspired daily by the most, what people would consider the most average person. I'm inspired by that person daily because I'm no better than anyone. Mm-hmm. And so the other day I had an interview and this dude was telling me, he's like, yo, man, like you're a, a star, bro. Like you need to do anything. He's like, you're just an entertainer. You're not a rapper. He's like, you, your personality can go anywhere. And like, I never thought of it like that. So like, I've been thinking of just about hitting all kinds of lanes, man. Cause it's not. I don't know. I just, I like helping people, bro. I can't explain it. Like whether it's music or, or just being a positive person or inspiring or making someone laugh, anything. I just like, I've done so much wrong and, and have so much pain myself that seeing people smile and knowing that I've alleviated like the smallest amount of stress or pain, like helps me grow and makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Like, and that's one of the only things that do, you know what I mean? That's why I'm constantly like, I'm a people person. I get along with anyone. I don't judge anyone, bro. Usually people are afraid to come up to me because they think I'm angry all the time or whatever. Cause I look crazy, but like, I'm yeah, just, here, I, yeah. I, I could talk to anybody, man. I'm friends with literally every walk of life that you can imagine. Because I don't ever judge anyone or make anyone feel that they're lesser than me or they're better or I'm better than them or anything like that. You know what I mean? And if I do, it's never intentional. It's because I'm usually really high or I'm busy. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah, like but it's never, it's ne- yeah, it's never intentional. I never try to intentionally like be better than anyone or give off that vibe that 
oh, I'm I'm special or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to be as open as possible. Yeah. That's why even at the shows, like, I'll be around and talk talk to people. I want to genuinely talk to people in the city and know, like, yo, man, where, where can I go eat? Where can I go find this? Like, I don't want to read that shit on the internet. I want to talk to real people. You know Do what you mean? think that, that helps with, with um, connecting to your fans? Though? Like, yeah, you absolutely. Ask those questions? Yeah. Absolutely, because um, what I feel is, like, every person wants to connect to an artist because that person wants to act however they want or they want to do whatever it is that they feel their craft is they want to do that and have the confidence to do that but they can't find it for some reason and so they look up to artists because those are the people that have the confidence to do whatever it is that they want to do Mm -hmm. and i think that being able to 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 be available and open is like a very important thing because it makes it helps people relate to you more as an artist and see you as a real person not just an entertainer because we are real people you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's like uh i that's why like i never try to if anybody says anything to me on social media i always say something back i'm never gonna diss anyone i don't follow a lot of people back because, Mm. because i just don't know i like to follow people i know or unless people are really really interesting but I'll never not say something to somebody, you know what I mean? Or, or in the real life, too. Like, if I'm anywhere, I'll talk to people because I'm not, uh, like, a shy or, or stuck-up person. You know yeah, I mean, I mean it, it goes a long way, man. Just not it, even as an artist, just as a person in general, man, when you're able to communicate. You, I mean, you're a communicator. That's really yeah. what, what you are. You can talk to anybody. You can you know, you can have those conversations with anybody. And, you know, it shows, it, it comes across in the music. But also, it's that thin line of, making sure that people can they can relate to you and you're likable but you know they can't do what you do you know what i mean i think that's what separates you know good artists from great artists you know so i think i think you have that man it's just a matter of finding your niche in the marketplace and and just attacking that niche yeah that's what and you know man i really i feel like i know what they are i'm just trying to get organized enough and like i man i just really realizing i can't do it all by myself and it's Mm -hmm. never that i'm stubborn it's just I like doing stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? I ha- and it's hard for me to trust people to to do something with the same integrity that I would. But I'm starting to learn how to how to be more open to help. You know what I mean? What what um what helped you come to that realization that you know you needed the help? Man, I just forget a lot of shit, bro. <laughs> I forget so much shit, dude. Like it's just that simple. I, I, yeah, man. I just really forget a lot, man. And like somebody hit, I'll be hit someone up and be like, yo, man. uh, uh, can we get this done? And they'll be like, yeah, bro, you're supposed to send me this like a week ago. And I'm like, got you. Like, all right, this is all my fault then. And like, you know, like in my mind, I'm like, man, this motherfucker's stalling. And just like, nah, like I'm just fucking up because <laughs> I forget so much. Yeah, and like, so now like, I just really, you know, I have, uh, like I said, I'm blessed enough to have friends that want to help me because they believe in me. So like, uh, I love them for that. And so I'll always be open to the help. Now I'm like, you know, yeah. just I'm, I'm down. Whoever wants to help me as long as their, their intentions are true, then I'm, I'm game for it. You know what I mean? That's dope, man. You know, I I think, you know, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier about just, you know, being humble um, and accepting that sometimes you need help. You know what I mean? Like, you can can lay the foundation and, you know, people can come later and notice like, okay, well, I see this is what he has and and this is what he wants to do. Let me see where I can contribute. But, you know, a lot of times, especially in this business, man, I think people, they wait a little too late to get that help. Oh yeah, 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 definitely, man. Pride, boo, pride kills, man. Pride is the biggest killer, man. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. people don't realize that. I truly believe, just from my own personal experiences and noticing and and observing people, is that pride and the inability to to just remain calm and deal with your emotions is the biggest cause of people's pain and the biggest stress, man. Like you just gotta 
be cool, man. Mm. Just <laughs> like, you know, I always say like stress is just your inability to remain calm and find a solution to your problem. There's always a solution, but it's not going to always be easy. And that's what people want. Absolutely. And, and so like, yeah, man, I just, you know, just try to be easy. I always just tell people, man, just be easy. Like you could be emotional, but for a second, but you got to control them. Cause if not, you're just going to go on a downward spiral of that. And then your problems just going to get worse and worse. Cause you're going to be, emotionally distraught because you you know you can't yep. keep that shit under control absolutely man that's that's just the thing man it, it's it's kind of like that that um i don't know me i kind of go off vibes you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's that's just the type of person that i am like i, I i'm, I'm kind of like you like i talk to anybody like yeah my wife she trips out sometimes we can be out and somebody just come up to me and just start talking and like we'll just start engaging in a conversation and yeah. she'll look at me like i can never do that you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. that's just not her thing you know and I don't know. I just I've always I've always been like that. I'm kind of talk to anybody and just you know whatever whatever. If I'm feeling the vibe, then we can keep talking. If I if I'm talking to you and you seem kind of sketchy, then yeah, you no, know, that conversation might yeah, wrap up yeah, yeah, you know yeah. real quick. Definitely, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Definitely being able to read people is definitely uh, an aspect of human survival, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of real. people uh, sadly are like so lonely that they even ignore the own signals that they see and know themselves. You know what I mean? Man. Because they just want to be affection or love or just they want to feel something. You know what I mean? And so, because everybody knows, man, you can get those vibes, bro. You're, no one, you know, like no one's that blind, dude. You know yeah. when people are sketchy. You can see it in their eyes. Yeah, but people yeah. want to lie to themselves because they're lonely. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's the mean, same thing with that social media thing, man, yeah. where like people... And it leads back to people just not loving themselves, man. People just don't love themselves. Yeah, dude. man. They, they really don't. They have like... So many people have like negative viewpoints of themselves and like it's crazy, man. Like it blows my mind, dude. You know what I mean? Like you can't like <laughs> you know what I mean? Whenever I I say a lot of shit on, on the internet or social media, it's because like I really want people to read that shit and it be a big fucking impact about like, whoa, okay, you know, like it's I just like read you some shit. Care. Yeah, exactly. And like one thing I said, man, is like you you can't expect someone to love you and and care for you and know about you if you don't even love or care or know about yourself like how could you expect that like what are you for real like why like why do you think that another person will love you or know more about yourself than you and that's what i'm saying man people just i don't know it's crazy man i just it's so much pain in the world bro it's crazy (laughs) once again you dropping gems man but it is so much pain man it's so much pain and so much like um people just want to be accepted you know? Yeah, and that's the thing, bro, is people just want to be accepted. And the thing is, like, they, people just want to be accepted, but then at the same time, they have a complex where they want to be accepted by people they think are cool or mm-hmm. or worth it. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, okay, like, well, then you're fucking dumb because yeah. you're creating your own pain still. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. It's like, what happens when that, that person that you created, like, lets you down? And, like, yeah, life exactly. goes on, you know, that... Yeah, man, you you dropping gems, man. I'm telling you, dude. I, I got so many like <laughs> points that I'm taking away from this thing because it's like, you know, that's the thing. That's the one thing I love about having a podcast. Just able to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. People, definitely, you know what man. I mean? Because you learn so much about a person. Like, I, you know, I met you at the Scotty show. Um, when at, what was that? Uh, the Masquerade. Yeah, Masquerade. And um, you know, like I said, I instantly connected just seeing your your um your live show. I was just like, man, okay, I need to talk with this guy because number one. He put on a dope live show, and number two, 
you were approachable. Like you literally, I think you said something like, man, hey, after your performance, like, look, I'm going to be floating around. You know, if you guys see me, come talk to me. Let's connect. You know, if you want merch, I'm back here on the back table or whatnot. And, you know, I was like, yeah, man, let me, let me, let me talk to the guy. I think I got your, I got your sticker over here somewhere. <laughs> man. I don't know. Somewhere yeah, man. I mean, yeah. uh, like I said, I, I mean, I'm from the South, bro. I generally like yeah. conversation. Like I, I like genuine conversation, like, mm-hmm. because I'm just like, I, I man, I'm from out here, bro. Like I like, yeah. I love talking man and like that's how you that's how you, you could learn something every single day if you just talk to people man because everybody knows something that you don't everybody that's, that's the thing and it's like you can you can you can get something from from anybody you know even yeah. if it's just something small and minute man like you can you can get something and, and use that to your advantage somewhere else you know what i mean yeah you definitely just, you just gotta talk <laughs> you know you definitely talk. man you people just don't up. do that yeah, man. People are funny, man. So, you know, speaking about the live shows, man, like, um, are, are there any other shows coming up for you? That's uh, in the final? Yeah, I get back to California on Saturday, and I got a show in L.A. on Friday. I'm playing like this. <laughs> it's like a, a skate warehouse private party. So it's like I'm the only artist performing, so it should be fucking crazy. There's going to be a bunch of skaters, like, just yeah. doing whatever they want in a warehouse worth a huge ramp. And so, it's invite only, so it should be really crazy, man. Oh, man, that sounds like, And it's going to yeah. be, like, and it's in South Central, so it's going to be dope, man. I'm really excited about that, because that's one of the demographics. Like, I know so many homies that do that, and I know that it's a demographic that can hit for me. So, yeah. I'm really excited to finally have a show that's just that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I got that, and then I play Queens on the 28th. My first show uh, on the East Coast besides Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, well, I guess I play North Carolina and South Carolina, but that's my first show in New York. Then New I York. guess, and like the actual, an actual borough. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm really excited because um, I sent like my set list to this dude from out there that's from Brooklyn, and so you know he was like, "Yo, man, this shit is is gonna hit." You know what I mean? So I'm really excited to see if it actually does. Cause being being just a fan of hip hop, man, if I just to even steps in in the city of New York and be able to perform, that's like a dream. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's like, to me, that's that is hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, that that is hip hop. <laughs> you, you know, man, I'm just listening to you go through, um, you know, places that you perform and places that you will perform. It's like, you're moving. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you perform here in Atlanta. I seen you perform here in Atlanta. You got a show coming up in, in, in Cali, South Central LA, and you got a show in Queens. Like, I mean, dude, that's. You know, you're, you're yeah. going across across the country. I mean, I'm really trying to do this, man. Like, and yeah. and the thing is, I really network. Like, I don't, I, <laughs> I could just, I really meet people, bro. I'm not mm-hmm. like, I don't. I really feel like a lot of these artists are just not like they don't know how to be social. Yeah. And that's why, like, a lot of, a lot of like their interviews or stuff are just so flat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're 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 people, but they're they have no personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I network with people and. I just make myself available, man. You know what I mean. So I'm really just trying to. I'm really trying to to do this, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do a, uh, another tour in the summer. Dope, so dope. yeah, man. I'm really trying to get out there, man. You know, I, I had to take a year, like a year and a half off. So like, I'm really just trying to hit it to the make up for lost time, man, and just like uh, like a newfound confidence. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I forget I could really rap if I really if I really tried, man. Like and yeah. sometimes I forget that. You know what I mean? You so, know, I, I was gonna ask you what the, uh, specifically with the touring. Um, and, and getting these shows booked, it and and you may have mentioned it when you were saying just the networking, but how do you go by specifically getting these shows? You know, like to be oh. in LA and New York and stuff like that. Man, it's really I just know, like I know people. I mm-hmm. just know, like my homie uh, is a carpenter and his roommate is a welder, and so they own this warehouse. They have this skate warehouse, and they're throwing a huge party. And it's like you know, we linked up and. Like, yo, we should just have some, you know, perform. And they build a fucking DJ, little DJ booth mm-hmm. over the ramp. It's going to be crazy, man. Like, and then New York, um, 
there's the uh there's an artist out there named um, Sean Haynes and he sang on my first LP that Burn did and he just hit like I think he hit me one day and was just like hey man I'm trying to uh like really hit this year big if you know anyone that can get me a show in Texas and I was like oh man I'm actually out in Cal- Cali now mm-hmm. and I've been booking shows in Long Beach so I can get you out there like let's do some work and then he was like yo man I got a monthly like in um I got a monthly in New York, man. Let's just like let's just switch. You know what I mean? And so that and that's what I'm saying. Like quit pro quo, man. It's yeah. like, and I don't. To me, it's like. I'm I'm trying to think how to explain it. Like. I know some some people may view that as like oh possibly buying your way in, but it's like nah, dog. Like no matter what you do, you're buying your way in. Yeah, no matter yeah, how yeah. you do it, it's just a matter of. I just happen to have the people skills to know the right people to 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 trade favors with. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like instead of because I know when I moved to California, it was a lot of like you can't get a show out there unless you're paying. Like, mm. and you're paying dumb money for a stupid for like 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Just, and it's like I'm know. not gonna do that, bro. Because if I'm gonna spend, if I'm if you're trying to charge me X amount of money to play a show. Well, I'm just going to reach out to a manager from some artist and pay a little bit more and just book that artist myself and just be on yeah, the show because then I could the just show. make money from that because <laughs> yeah. I know how to make I know how to be a business mind. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I do a lot, man. I've been booking shows for since I was like 15, dude. Like yeah. and so that's how I really met a lot of people too, which is like booking people and like booking artists and then just performing the show with them and just being a good host in general, not mm-hmm. being shady, you know, making sure all the business is done correctly and just being you know what i mean just being real with people yeah and that's how I'm, that's how i meet people and connect because like i i you know you can't like no one that i that i do business with and no one that knows me through music can say anything bad about me man mm-hmm. like and i know that for a fact you know what i mean i'm probably one of the most solid people that that people know and i know that you know what i mean so that, that that's that's genius though what you said though because you know I, I do a show over at uh pag lounge man like um twice a month you know and, and it's mainly underground hip-hop artists, and I do have, like, some singers that have come through. And, um, you know, my, my thing is, this is really, most of the people that perform, it's their, you know, they've done less than 10 shows, you know, yeah, for yeah, the most yeah. part. So it's just me just trying to give them a platform, you know, to yeah, perform. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, um, but there are a few of those artists that come through that, that'll tell me, like, hey, man, like, how can I do this for myself? And so I'll just give them the game. I was like, man, look, I got I got the plug to the venue. Yeah. If you want to put on a show, let me. If you're serious about doing it, I'll I'll walk you through that process. Yeah. Like you yeah, can put yeah. on your own show and get your own artist here and make your own money if you yeah. want to do that. Like I don't. I'm not the type of person that's gonna shut that down and tell you like, yeah. oh man, you got to go through me to get it. Like yeah, no, yeah, yeah. dude. Like if you want to make some money and do it, it's because you don't. I mean, no artist technically needs anyone for that. Like you can do just like you said. Like if yeah. there's a artist that's popping in the city, and you know he charges five hundred dollars to do a thirty minute set. If I got a thousand dollars, I'll pay five hundred dollars for the venue. Yeah. Pay five hundred dollars for him, and then I'll go and get you know some yeah, some exactly. people that's trying to come up and like two three people. I hit that. I open up for the big artists, and yeah. now next thing you know, it's like, oh, you're performing with such and such in the yeah, city. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, man, it it it's that easy, dude. But yeah. but I I just feel like like I said, man, a lot of people just don't believe in themselves enough to put the money down or believe in themselves enough to do what they have to do to save or to grind mm-hmm. to to get to that point. You know what I mean? And 
I just do. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It, it, it is I'm so a, humble. I believe in too. myself, man. I, I believe in myself that much that I'm a, I'm gonna put cuz man I have a saying, man, like I, I put all my eggs in one basket. And if it shit goes wrong, I still got that basket, bro. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like <laughs> I'll just collect some more eggs, man. Hey, that's dope. I haven't heard that. There you go again with the gems, man. Put all my eggs in one basket and if it don't go right, I still got the basket. That's real. That's real. <laughs> so look, man, this is this thing that I, I like to do on the podcast called Vinyl Conversations, man. You yeah. see the vinyl over here. Uh-huh. I'm actually behind behind him. So look, this is what I want to do before I get you out of here, man. Um, three crates. Yeah. I want you to randomly pick a vinyl from each crate. Uh-huh. And uh, once you do that, come back to the mic. Let us know what you have, and then um, you know, tell us a story from those those uh, records. You so, said randomly. Yeah, randomly. Oh, just randomly. don't look at just pick. Don't them. Look, okay, just pick, cool, cool, just cool. One through. second. And and you know, tell us. You know, give us a story from it. So it can either be something that you know of or whatever comes to mind. We see those. So okay, one, two, and then. Yeah, pick it randomly. I think you. I think you got some some good stuff there. So uh, when you get on the mic, let us know what you got, and uh, you know whatever comes to mind when you see that vinyl. You know, just tell us tell us a story from that. Okay. Let me see. So yeah, first tell us what what vinyl is that that you got in your hand? Uh, this is Whitney Houston. That's her uh, first album there. Yeah. Man, so I remember being, I, I honestly don't remember what age it was when I really started falling in love with music. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is like, I remember just looking, hearing artist names and just looking up any music I can from them. CD, you know, that's back in the day when you can down like one song at a time kind oh, of shit, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So like stuff like that. And then I remember once the internet became so available I would just listen to albums after album after album of, of like people that they got to a certain age where I was like yo there are people that are amazing artists that I should listen to everything they have even if people say it's not a good album mm-hmm. you know what I mean so Wendy Houston as a as a mid teenager her voice her voice still to this day is amazing to me yeah, it blows me away yeah. and there are very few artists that I could listen to something every single time and still be amazed by it yeah. and just like be like baffled by how someone can have that much natural talent you know what I mean and it's I don't know <laughs> I just yeah. uh, I don't know man <laughs> this what else do I got here Soul Train Don Cornelius picks 22 of Soul Train's greatest hits of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this is dope. Um, I used to watch Soul Train, and when they brought Soul Train back as a kid, because it was free on, like, I don't even remember what channel it was on. I'd never heard this record or any Soul Train records, but I definitely watched countless hours of Soul Train as a kid, and I still can't dance. (laughs) It's all right, man. Let me see. And all that third record, I think you just that's some random. Um, the Mighty Gospel Shepherds. I know who Jesus is. I've never heard this record. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I've heard it. That's just a, <laughs> a random um, record there. I love gospel though, man. The melodies are beautiful. Yeah, I think, um, man, not enough people. Because the way I feel, man, is like uh, you can get inspiration from anything, man. Yeah, like yeah, you absolutely. can hear melody. Because if you only listen to one certain type of music, then you only hear what that music has to offer. Those melodies, those whatever you know what i mean but if you listen to different kinds of music you could find 
melodies you've never even heard of you yeah. know what i mean and that's that's why i love like do sometimes i'll go to a record store and just buy 10 records that are a dollar and if not then yo i wasted 10 dollars. but if not if i could hear something that's dope or like a dope even one dope song then i'm like yo that was worth it Dude, you know what i mean so i have so i have like i definitely have records that are like i've searched for for years yeah, and years yeah, and that yeah. i have a list for and this other and then i have a whole nother section where it's just like yo these are just to see if i could find music i never heard of because i'm not man the funny thing about music bro is so many people have this crazy complex of i've been listening to this music since i was x amount and i know everything <laughs> in the fucking world about it and you've only been listening to it for like a year so yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. opinion doesn't matter and it's like yo dude like if someone's a fan of something and they genuinely a fan of it that don't like you yeah. know, but people's egos, man, it goes back to ego and people just being funny, bro. And absolutely, it's, it's just really, it's funny, man. I'm never gonna, I'm not one of those people. Like if someone asks me, "Have you heard that?" I'm gonna be like, "Nah, man. Like, is it good? Like, tell me about it." Because I'm, yeah. I'm not one of those. I'm not afraid to admit that I haven't listened to something, bro. I'm a, I, I live a busy life, man. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, absolutely. And so <laughs> I, it's just funny, man. Like, but I really truly just love music, man. I just love listening to different stuff and just buying records and listening to it. You know what I mean? I really enjoy. I went to a spot in Decatur the other day. I don't remember what it was called. But I, I bought a bunch of records, dude. Dude, I'll tell you, um, if y'all get a chance, like, go to Criminal and Wax. They're in Little Five Points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go there, man. Because that's why I, mostly all of my records that I've per- purchased, you know, um, like, single-handed. Like, I've been on my 45 trip, so I've been buying a lot of 45s lately. And I get yeah. those from over at uh, Wax, Wax and Facts. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've never stopped. Then I'll probably go tomorrow. Yeah, man. I mean, like... They have like dollar bins, and then like all of the forty fives I get are either like twenty five cent, fifty cent, seventy five cent. Like I mean, and there's some good stuff in there, man. Like that yeah. Whitney Houston, I think may have, I may have found that for like a buck. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy, dude. Because like you might find beautiful music that yeah, yeah people. I mean, they, they used to put out so much music that people never had a chance to listen to, and like yeah. you could find amazing things i found some insane music that just blows my mind away you know what i mean that i've never heard of and people never heard of and i'll probably never find another record of them but you know i got that one man my you know before i leave this earth man i want to dig in japan (laughs) that's the one place i want to go so look to end this vinyl conversations man like you're an artist yeah so what i what i typically do is i have artists like you can pick whichever one of those vinyls that you want yeah i'm gonna put it on the record player you can give us some bars it can be freestyle (laughs) whatever you want to do you just uh just try to switch it up a little bit for you okay so which one of those you um you want to rock with man let me hear this mighty gospel shepherds gotcha <laughs> all right so we got the uh, mighty gospel shepherds i know who jesus is you got to see these dudes like on the cover they're, like, <laughs> they're looking real pimpish match matching suits matching suits, matching one, suits and matching afros one dude he must be the lead singer though because his suit is different and he got a different shade of blue on like he got on cream and everybody else got on like a tan <laughs> you see that dude like <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm the lead singer. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in this chair. Yeah. It's this like, my chair. You know, I'm the lead singer. I didn't I didn't show up on time to get the suit, so I had to go and get my own. So, all right, you know, I'm going to put this on, man. And uh, you can, like I said, freestyle it written. It's completely up to you. I'm not judging you. You do whatever you want to do. But we just want to hear some bars at the end of the day. second to pop out to this is dope <laughs> this is a crazy ass uh, rhythm man <laughs> 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 
give me one second. I'm trying to catch it. I'm trying to catch it. This is such. A, I feel like I need to sing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do whatever you want to do. I can't do, sing man. though. That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, I used to have enemies, now they used to be, and usually I get too deep for most. I camouflage and smoke and try to find myself and my heart where I lose it at. Was it that girl that broke it? Was it this chosen path? I look back and laugh. Uh, yeah, I I'm good right there. <laughs> this beat is so crazy. It's just dope music though, like for real. It's beautiful. It's just really, really hard to rap over. Yeah, right, right. You want to give us some bars acapella, man? It sounded like you was going into something just then, man. Oh man, I'm not much of a freestyler, man. That's what, you know hey. what? To be to be honest, man, that's like the one form of my craft that I really, really like want to work on, man. Because I really feel I can't call myself a true MC until like a freestyle, man. You know what? <laughs> I, I can appreciate you being honest and saying that. So, uh, with that being said, dude, give us give us something off of, off of a project or something, because you know my thing is I don't I don't pressure anybody into yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. doing anything, but you know give us some bars off of a project. You know it don't have to be a freestyle; it can be something that you already you know wrote down. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll give you the the intro I just recorded right now. All right, dope, dope. It's okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think how it went. Give me one second. You can edit this, right? Yeah, you Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, um, How did you come in? Yeah, I could play the beat real quick from the phone. Well, actually, uh, smoking while I'm driving. So low, no cold pilot, no cold signing. This cold rhyming. This what it's like when the South rising. No rebel, yeah. Still alive, streets taught me well. Shoot first, never ask questions. How I learned that home in Texas. I do it well. I do it well, better watch yourself before I put another notch under my belt. But enough of that street shit. I smoke more weed than a beat, Nick, and I'm beasting from being, from being me. I've seen you smoke my weed. I know I poured you drinks or quit acting like you could do everything fast. Ron O'Kett, I know you can't. I'm hell behind the wheel. And the, the new project's called Hell Behind the Wheel, the one girl one. Dope, 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 yeah, dope, yeah. dope, man. So, look, man, I appreciate you coming through, man, rocking in the den. I know we had the first interview um, over the phone, and now you actually made your way to Atlanta, and we we had to make you know make good on the promise because I know when we first sat down um, at the concert, I, I told her, like, man, I wanted to sit down and talk with you on the podcast, so I appreciate you coming through, bro. Um, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. Hey, no, no doubt, man. Anything else you want to plug, man, that we might have missed before you get uh, out? Shit, man, let me think. Um, follow me on all social media. I'm at Fast Ronald TX. Uh, follow at DJ Burn One. Follow at Sci Fire. Follow uh, on Instagram. The people if you if you follow me you like the art or you looking for just a dope artist. Follow at War on the Shore at Azetta A Z A. Man, let me look. I ain't gonna try to spell that shit wrong. Give me one <laughs> second. I'm really trying to plug people here. Uh, let me see. Yep. So, uh, it's dope artist. Go Instagram at War on the Shore. Exactly how it's spelled: W A R O N T H E S H O R E. And then, if you look, another art, a person that does my art is at A Z E T A. And then, yeah, like I said, just both projects. I got mm -hmm. a little mishap dropping, and I got held behind the wheel dropping 
And what's in May? In May. Okay, yeah. dope, dope, dope. And man. just fastronald.com. That you know, uh, everything everything you can find on fastronald.com. If not, everything is like all social media. All my social media has links to all my other social media. SoundCloud, gotcha. Fast Ronald, Texas, Smart Fast Ronald. Yeah, it's either Fast Ronald or Fast Ronald, Texas. TX. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's either one. That's that's the, that's the best way to do it, man. Well, look, bro, I appreciate your time, man. Make sure you all uh, follow us. On uh, straight out the den, that's str the number eight o u t d a d e n. Um, also, make sure you guys subscribe, man. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, rate um, and review. You know, give us five stars if you like what we're doing, and, and give us a written review. We want to see exactly what you got to say about the podcast. So, uh, make sure you do all that on iTunes, man. And um, you know, I like to end these things on a high note. So, look, if you're um, listening to this, you have a dream, man. Pray on that dream, research that dream. And work until that dream becomes a reality. And with hey, that man, being yeah. said, seriously, bro. Yeah. And people, with that uh, I don't mean to interrupt. No, you, you go one ahead. One of the things ahead. like uh, people don't take the time to know the craft inside and out. And Absolutely. That's, and that's the and that's the thing, man. It's like you have to know everything. You have to you have to emerge yourself in your craft to the point where that is your whole reality. Mm. Because if like, man, you know. Uh, how does that saying go, man? Like if uh, you shouldn't have, like some people say, like if you, you know, you shouldn't have a backup plan because that way you can only do what you want mm-hmm. or what you think you can do. You know what I mean? And that goes back to me saying like all my eggs in one basket, man. You know what I mean? Like research and do and know, know your Absolutely. craft, man, no matter what it is, know it, know the history of it, know it inside it out. You know what I mean? Because that, that integrity, man, it's called integrity and people don't have it no more. You said it, man. That's gym number probably like 15, man. Go back and rewind and listen to all 62 minutes of this. So, hey, it's Jay Good and straight out the dead, man. We out, man.